Be part of an innovative fine arts community immersed in a top research university. Carnegie Mellon University's School of Music's world-class vocal department constantly works at the cutting edge of musical art forms. CMU performance faculty are creating projects that leverage musicians' skill sets in unique and applicable ways. Students are challenged to think outside the box as they engage with non-traditional performance spaces, collaboration with electronics, and improvisation, alongside a robust program of traditional studies, languages, recitals, and operas. To learn more about Carnegie Mellon University and to apply, visit the link in the show notes of this episode. This is So Lit Song Lit, a production of Cincinnati Song Initiative, where we reimagine the repertoire by introducing less familiar art songs through sound clips and lively discussion. I'm vocal coach Ellen Rissinger. And I'm soprano Tony Marie Palmertree. Join us as we explore this exciting repertoire. So Lit, So Lit, reimagining the repertoire. The first thing we need to do on today's episode is to give a huge shout out to Melanie Gardner-Taylor because she is the one who did actually most of the research on finding the music for Isabelle Aboulker. Um, I had found the name Aboulker when I was researching some Russian songs. I forget exactly in what context. I had been talking with Melanie and she was doing her doctoral thesis on female composers. So she went and found... This book that we're going to talk about today called simply Melodie by Isabelle Aboulker. And she was the one also that picked the small set that we were going to use to demonstrate some of Aboulker's songs. So thank you so much, Melanie. We really appreciate you finding this for us. Yes, the world thanks you for finding these. (laughs) (laughs) I think that the set of songs that we're going to highlight for you today, you'll find not only our very beautiful and fun, but also just funny. The- right? <laughs> right. Okay. So this little set is called Savoir Vivre Usage Mondain. The English subtitle is Guide to Fine Etiquette and Worldly Manners. Oh man. The funny part about this is, is that she took these texts from sort of a instructional book. Uh-huh, like a like a Miss Manners type book. Yes, you know, I'm sure you all have heard the or seen these horrible books about how to be the perfect wife. I have the article from Good Housekeeping in 1955 hanging yes. on my wall about how to be a good wife, the good wife's guide. I follow absolutely none of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is not misogynistic. This is more about wearing white after Labor Day kind of stuff. Yes, it's it's definitely more tongue-in-cheek than the Good Housewives uh, book, but it, it's sort of in that line. And she definitely takes this text, and I think, what is it, maybe like 40 years later, something like that, from when it was written? Oh, it, it must be more, because she was born about 40 years after right. it was written. So the book the, the book that the, the extracts came from is 1894, mm. and Aboulker was born in 1938. You're right, yes. And Aboulker is actually still alive. Which is awesome. Like, that. that's such a, a great thing to rem- remind yourself, you know, in this modern world, that she's still with us, and the way that she's writing these songs is definitely in a tongue-in-cheek kind of making fun of this text that had been written, this instructional book that had been written. 
And her sense of humor, I think, makes a lot of sense because she worked a lot with children. And some of her previous compositions, she had even set uh, Beauty and the Beast, a Tom Thumb, you know, things that children would really like. Either, and, well, also, not just things that they would like, but also, I think, things that children could be take part in. Yes, absolutely. And that makes sense when you start to hear the way that she set these songs. What I personally love about these, these this little cycle, it's, it's three songs. The first song is about white socks, on the subject of white socks. <laughs> <laughs> and each song kind of takes something that we already know and teases it. Mm -hmm. So this one is an habanera mm -hmm. and it's very serious. It feels very serious. Yes. And it's all about, you know, what that, that white socks have become vulgar. vulgar. I love she used the word vulgar. <laughs> exactly. White socks have stood the test of time of being a horrible fashion choice. <laughs> Exactly. And I mean, there are moments of it that you feel the bizet coming out of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? It's so fun. It's so cute and it's very dancey. And as, as Tony says, it, it takes itself very seriously, but your tongue is in your cheek the entire time. Yep. La chaussette de blanche est devenue vulgaire, hideuse. Pourquoi? Parce qu'elle est passée dans le domaine public. C'est absurde, mais song i don't know how to explain it i think it's kind of revelian it's very static mm -hmm. it's about when when a man should offer his arm to a lady mm -hmm. it, the piano part is very static and the voice just kind of rides on top of it nothing much happens yeah it sort of hangs out in this very serious spot it's it sounds so much more serious than what it needs to be right <laughs> In the third song about gloves, mm. I have to come back to Poulenc. Mm. It takes every trope of Poulenc and uses it. Mm. So the very opening, you get something that reminds us so much of Vieux You have there are different sort of ways that that Poulenc sounds. You get the you get the songs that are very chordal. Then you have something like violon, where you really hear the violin sound. It's very specific. And then you have something like Air Champêtre that's very bouchy, 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 <laughs> you know, in the piano part. So you get that boom chick feeling all the time. And this takes sort of that violon and puts it on top of Air Champêtre. Mm -hmm. Demande parfois quand doit-on se gâter et se digoter quand doit-on être gâté. On se gâte pour aller dans la rue, on se gâte pour aller à la promenade, à l'église, au jardin, en visite, en voyage. I love this, like dramatic waltz feeling with the violin coming through in the beginning. It, it kind of also reminds me of how in the Chardash in Fledermaus is like this super serious, you know, moment where it's like, oh no, I, I am this person. And <laughs> that's sort of what this reminds me of. Yep. There's something like 
almost Mel Brooksian to me about it. <laughs> like I feel like when Mel Brooks is at his funniest, he does something that feels so anachronistic. Yeah. Like the Inquisition. <laughs> you know, like, it's like super cheerful and super happy on top of everything else. So that, that's where I go with this with this sort of Erschel Petro section is also got to put on it. Like it feels very anachronistic after the seriousness of the violin at the beginning. Oh, definitely. And when you have spoken word on top of that, I just feel like that's definitely a moment where people always take themselves way more seriously when they feel like they have to narrate on top of music. So as we said, these songs come from a book called Melodie. It's very cute, the book itself. It's white with lots of colors on it. Mm -hmm. We will make sure and put purchase information for this on, in the show notes. I bought this from Presto Music. So that's where we'll have the link to. That was the first place that, or the only place that I found it online. There are lots of songs in this book. There's a list at the beginning that I'm not going to count them, but there's at least 20, 25 songs in here. Mm -hmm. One of them is called Cher Pierre. And it is a letter written by Madame Curie. And if you if you speak French fluently, you might enjoy it. But it is an entire, like, probably three-page letter <laughs> written by Madame Curie. So it is very, very much text. And it is about two pages of spoken, like four lines sung, and then spoken, spoken, spoken. Mm -hmm. It is a lot of talking. It's about eight pages of spoken French. So that one would be something very, very advanced. But there are also songs for... There was a coloratura song that we had found in here. Mm -hmm. There are different styles of songs. There's also a princess in the pea. There, as we were saying, mm -hmm. children's subjects. Yes. I think, too, with the language, not just in the ones that are spoken, but even the ones that are fully sung, that this would be an upper-level thing to take on. It would yeah. be really hard for... For beginner singers, yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm not sure if these all belong together, but there is one called Petite Mélodie Impertinente, so cheeky little tunes. <laughs> so there are like eight to ten songs at the end, and they have titles like The Young Widow, The Grasshopper, and The Ant. They feel like, like fairy tales, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I think if you're looking for that spot in your recital where you can have a little bit of fun, tell a little story and really stretch yourself, these are going to be great. Exactly. And everything we've played through, we've really just enjoyed so much. Mm -hmm. So hopefully you'll have just as much fun with them as we did. Musical performances for this episode were performed by Tony, Marie, and Ellen, and recorded at the Camp Recording Studio in Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania. Purchase information for the scores discussed in this episode are available in the show notes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to help others find this podcast. Episodes drop every first, third, and fifth Thursday of the month. So Lit Songlit is a production of Cincinnati Song Initiative. You can learn more about their network of podcasts at cincinnatisonginitiative.org slash podcasts. Are you craving incredible song recitals? Are you interested in a behind-the-scenes view into professional songmaking at the highest levels of artistry? Are you looking to develop your own artistic and entrepreneurial skills as a classical musician in this ever-changing 21st century landscape? 
If you found yourself saying yes to any of those questions, look no further than Cincinnati Song Initiative's week-long program, The Fellowship of the Song. Taking place this year from May 19 through 26, The Fellowship brings together some of the country's brightest song performers and teachers for a week of classes, concerts, and study events. And we invite you to join us as an auditor, either in person in Cincinnati or online wherever you may be located. When you join the fellowship as an auditor, you gain instant access to the entire week's events and can go back and relive the magic through HD video recordings of each and every session. To learn more about this incredible new opportunity, visit CincinnatiSongInitiative.org audit.